Hey, Turf Show Times listeners, this is Kenneth Arthur coming at you with a special mini episode here of the podcast to sort of check in with free agency, where the Rams are at, and especially what the Rams' needs are here after a couple of days of free agency has passed. Von Miller is gone. Austin Corbett is gone. Sebastian Joseph Day is gone. Darius Williams is gone. Johnny Hecker is also gone and nobody is in. So that's fine. You know, the Rams are the defending Super Bowl champions. Certainly, that's what you wanted to see last season, right? So that the Rams did that. And I think every fan would have agreed to do whatever it takes to get there. And that included trading picks to get Von Miller. And I think undeniably even though i've seen it denied a little bit online undeniably von miller helped the rams win the super bowl i mean the rams were on the brinks step death door edge out of bounds of uh losing uh to the bucks uh to the 49ers and to the Bengals, and every little bit helped there von miller was named the team's postseason mvp von miller did good things in the regular season. And uh, so Von Miller signs a six-year, $120 million contract with the Buffalo Bills this week. I'm not too surprised that it was the Bills who stepped in just because the Bills, you know, they see themselves as a Super, Super Bowl contender. We all see the Bills as a Super Bowl contender. But like the Rams a year ago, fell two rounds short of the Super Bowl, falling in the divisional round to the Kansas City Chiefs last year. So... It's not that surprising to see that the Bills, who didn't have great pass rush, they drafted Gregory Rousseau in the first round last year and uh, Boogie Basham in the second round, two pass rushers, but that's not Von Miller. And so the Bills go and they scoop up Von Miller by giving him a lot of money and a chance to win a third Super Bowl with a third team, something that's only ever happened once before, Matt Millen uh, being the other only person who's ever done that. And so Von Miller is gone. And as I said, the Rams haven't brought anybody in. They've released Johnny Hecker. They let Austin Corbett walk. They re-signed or tendered, I should say, Coleman Shelton, a potential new starter at right guard. They re-signed Brian Allen, who will be the center again. And I think when you look at Coleman Shelton, when you look at some of the other uh, upcoming options here on the offensive line, like Joseph Nopum, and A.J. Jackson and so forth. You know, you do have to look at Brian Allen. You do have to look at Austin Corbett. You have to look at David Edwards. And you even have to look at Nopum and say, you know, these were guys that during their Rams careers after being drafted, um, a lot of people saying, no way that these guys would become starters. So give Coleman Shelton your chance here to prove himself. But maybe the Rams are not done looking for starting right guards. And Coleman Shelton could be, you know, a utility player of uh, the interior, just like Joseph Nopum was, um, you know, for tackle there and in the important role that Nopum has played. So after the Rams, really the, the bulk of this beginning of free agency, after we've seen how uh, the Rams were sort of maneuvering contracts and getting under the salary cap and, and making enough room to do certain things, Falling short of signing Von Miller, if we can assume or believe that the Rams were actually heavily in interested in trying to re-sign Von Miller, then we can believe that Les Snead and Sean McVay uh, 
had accounted for millions and millions of dollars that now is not going to Von Miller. So what's next for the Rams to do? Will they use that for an extension on Matthew Stafford, for an extension on Aaron Donald? Are they going to use it on an outside free agent? Would they acquire Daniil Hunter, who is reportedly you know, uh, on the trading block for the Minnesota Vikings if they can't come to a new agreement there? You know, there are things that the Rams could do, and we would never put a pass less need to do things that are exciting. So we'll see if the Rams are actually going to be able to do that or if they will stay the course and believe that, you know, a Super Bowl defending team with Stafford and Cooper Cup and Sean McVay as the head coach and presumably Aaron Donald returning for another season on the defense, even that that has not been confirmed and Jalen Ramsey. And is that enough to think that the Rams could win the NFC West, make a playoff run and get back to the Super Bowl, not only for back to back years, but for the third time in five years, could that be a possibility? You know, if the Rams win the Super Bowl next year, you're talking about three appearances in five years, two championships. Now you're starting to talk about a dynasty, but it won't include Von Miller. And we don't know if it'll include Odell Beckham Jr. And we don't know who exactly is going to be starting at all these positions. So, so stay tuned for the next few minutes. I'll go over what the Rams remaining needs are, I believe. And we will start with, I think this may uh, be a shock, but wide receiver must be a need here for the Rams when you really look at that group and the depth and the fact that the Rams had to do so much at the position last year, including signed Deshaun Jackson, including drafting Tutu Atwell, including drafting Jacob Harris and Ben Skowernick, including signing Odell Beckham Jr. in the middle of the season when you look at all those moves, when they already had Cup, Woods, Van Jefferson, it's not over now when you consider that Woods tore his ACL. OBJ tore his ACL and is a not a free, you know, and is a free agent, is not signed, and is not expected to be ready for the start of the season because he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Uh, Tutu Atwell hasn't proven anything. Van Jefferson hasn't proven to be a starter. And Cooper Cup will, you know, he could still be the best receiver in the NFL, but will he have a 2,000-yard season? You know, I would expect a much more normal-looking, even if it's still dominant, but still a much more normal-looking type of season from Cooper Cup in 2022. So depending on what the Rams and Odell Beckham Jr. have been talking about, I think we cannot rule out the fact uh, and even if they do have some sort of belief that OBJ will return, we can't rule out the fact that the Rams are looking for a solid, dependable number two, number three option, not being quite clear here on what Robert Woods will look like, if he will be retained um, at his large cap hit. And I, I, I know that people get some people get, um, you know, a little perturbed if, if it's mentioned that maybe Robert Woods couldn't be on the Rams one day, but I promise you one day Robert Woods won't be on the Rams. And I unfortunately promise you that it will probably come at a time when there is a belief that Robert Woods can still play because pretty much every player in the NFL, including Tom Brady, has been let go by their team 
when there was a belief that they could still play and Brady proved that he could still play. Um, so it's not a, it's not a condemnation of anybody who they, who gets released or the team doesn't bring them back or they get traded. doesn't mean, you know, it's just business. And you have to ask yourself when that time will come with Robert Woods, just as you would have to ask it for Cooper Cup and Aaron Donald. And, you know, we saw one of the rare situations where Andrew Whitworth uh, was able to just, you know, retire as a Super Bowl champion, uh, same as Eric Weddle, you know, but uh, that those are, are rare. And um, I think that it's pretty clear here that uh, the Rams, if they were just going to play a game uh, and planning for a game in week one, and unsure if Robert Woods would be ready, un, un, knowing that, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. is not going to be ready, unsure, you know, what exactly the quality of play will be from Van Jefferson and Tutu Atwell. I think wide receiver has to be considered a need here for the Rams. As much as that may seem uh, frustrating or not true, I, I would just say that based on everything we've seen, um, going that route doesn't sound so. Um, unbelievable. And there are going to be a lot of big names on the market. And as I wrote this week, you know, there's not a lot of rush to sign these names, Allen Robinson, Julio Jones, Juju Smith, Schuster, the list goes on. If you're 28, 29, 30, if you've had an injury recently, um, teams are looking for any excuse to go the route of the draft for their wide receiver help or reclamation projects. Someone maybe like LaVisca Chenault of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You know, those are some sort of the routes that I expect uh, teams to be going at for their wide receivers. So I would say that the Rams still have a need at wide receiver. On the offensive line, you know, it's pretty evident that Joseph Noteboom would be the starter at left tackle, David Edwards at left guard, Brian Allen at center, and Rob Havenstein at right tackle. As I said, Coleman Shelton, given the tender, that pays him $2.5 million, makes him the most likely player to start at right guard right now. But the Rams could and should and probably would be looking for more interior offensive line help on the free agent market, on the trade market, and in the draft. I don't know exactly what they would find or what they would do among the players out there, include Ryan Bates, formerly of the Bills, Eric Flowers, previously of Washington, Laurent Duvernay-Tardif of the Chiefs, Billy Turner of the Packers, Alex Lewis, most recently of the Jets, Tri Turner. Um, there's a, a long list, you know, Ike Butker and Will Hernandez and Kyle Long. Uh, there's just a very long list of guards and interior linemen out there that if the Rams were really in a pinch or a bind, Maybe one of those guys could step in. It's not a priority, though. Never really has been for less need. These offensive line spots, other than left tackle and right tackle, uh, but we've seen uh, how much that the Rams are totally content with giving competition to the, to the guys that they draft on day three. And so Coleman Shelton steps in, former undrafted free agent, a uh, guy who could be starting there at right guard. On defense, the loss of Von Miller means outside linebacker currently could fall to Justin Hollins or Terrell Lewis, opposite of Leonard Floyd. Um, they would be bookending defensive line players, Aaron Donald, Ashawn Robinson, Greg Gaines. If Donald returns, if Robinson isn't released, which I, I would uh, be surprised if he was, played very well 
in this down the stretch and in the playoffs. Uh, and Greg Gaines, an extension candidate, if anything, I think. But they might just let that play out like they do everyone else who plays alongside Aaron Donald. And then on the inside linebacker positions, Ernest Jones, a surefire starter there in the middle, and Traven Howard, who was also given the $2.5 million tender and seems likely to start on the inside. But as I noted, you know, Traven Howard is a player who has missed two full seasons with injury and with Christian Roseboom as the only player behind Jones and Howard. I would say more inside linebacker help is definitely some a consideration for the Rams and former Rams inside linebacker Corey Littleton released by the Raiders may come at a very cheap cost at cornerback. Like I said, Darius Williams is out and that may not be a big deal this time around as the Rams didn't get quite the same season from Darius Williams that they did the previous two years. They have Robert Rochelle, the rookie pick, uh, fourth round pick rookie from last year. And he played okay, you know, but he's a rookie. He's got a long ways to go. No, no cornerback should really be judged uh, like most rookies off of their first season. And there was injuries. And he was coming from Central Arkansas. So the competition got a lot better. And I think Robert Rochelle, it's a little early to expect Robert Rochelle to come in and st stand out for the Rams at cornerback next year. David Long, I think by now, you know, depending on how much he has improved, feels he's improved, the coaches feels he's improved, don't see exactly how much of a role he will be playing um, this summer and next season. But I would also say that cornerback, an outside cornerback, has to be a consideration for the Rams to play someone opposite of Jalen Ramsey. But how much money can the Rams really signed on the corner spend on the cornerback position when Ramsey is already the highest paid defensive back in the NFL? And at safety, Jordan Fuller returning from injury. Former uh, used to play the call call the plays last year on defense before he was injured. Uh, that responsibility eventually fell onto Ernest Jones. And then the other safety position. You've got Taylor Rapp, the de facto starter, um, but a recent draft pick in Terrell Burgess, who hasn't really emerged yet to get a lot of playing time. And Nick Scott, who did and uh, was certainly one of the more valuable players um, for the Rams defense in the down the stretch last season and could be an option to start there for Jordan Fuller. And certainly the depth there between all of those guys and the competition that McVay will breed at safety is enough to make you think that maybe that won't be a priority as compared to an outside linebacker, a outside cornerback on defense. And then I think a wide receiver on offense and potentially a right guard. You could also say that the Rams might look for a veteran running back since Sony Michelle remains a free agent on special teams. Matt Gay was given the tender as well. So Matt Gay most likely returning at kicker. The Rams could re-sign Brandon Powell, who did very well as the returner in a short stint last year. But Johnny Hecker released, and that opens up the punting position. Uh, you should read Ferragamo's fan post. It's been on the front page here at Turf Show Times. It talks about the depth at punter in this year's draft, and it looks like the Rams could very well go the draft route. Obviously, also that means signing a punter after the draft and not necessarily using a pick on one. But there will be uh, punter options here coming up for the Rams. Not a huge need, uh, but, I mean, it is uh, the most obvious need 
got to have one. So that's that right there. So the Rams, they have some money to spend, um, but they, they might not necessarily go out there and spend it. And they could just use it on their own players. Are they in a position to repeat as Super Bowl champions based on the, the roster that they have right now? I think yes, because you've got a Super Bowl winning team and you've got Matthew Stafford, Aaron Donald, Cooper Cup, Jalen Ramsey, some elite players still on this roster. I don't know how many people feel bad about calling Stafford elite. I don't know if he, you know, this is the whole debate. And is it a stupid word? I mean, yeah, it is. But uh, uh, I don't know what's wrong with Matthew Stafford there. I mean, he did really good last year, so I'm not going to fall for that trap of like trying to badmouth Stafford. Um, the Rams are clearly in a position to win the NFC West. The 49ers don't have a clear quarterback. The Seahawks don't have a quarterback and the, the, the Cardinals, you know, their quarterback situation is up in the air and they were really bad at the end of last season. Um, and they're the Cardinals. So I could see the Rams, first of all, winning the NFC West look around at the rest of the NFC. Um, and I think that the Rams have as good of a shot to make a playoff run as any team in the NFC. So we'll see what happens there, but the work is not done. Top priorities, probably outside linebacker, outside cornerback, wide receiver, and right guard. If you disagree with me, that's totally all right. Tell me in the comments, subscribe to turf show times on your podcast apps. And we'll be back with another episode shortly.